regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gav Murphy. Today I'm joined by Mr. Steve Hogarty. Hello. And Mr. Logbly. That's my name. We got some big features. Some big features coming up. Log, what you got? What you well, got I, for the boys? I'm going to be reacting to the news that the son of Clark and Lois, his name's John, and he's apparently bisexual, and I'm going to be responding to that. His name's John Superman. John, yeah. John's like John Superman. John Superman. John Superman. It's yeah. French. <laughs> um, Steve, what you got? Scream! That's right. You've got screamed. <laughs> the new trailer for the horror, horrible, 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 scary film. The scary movie known as Scream is out, and I've done a feature all about it. Lads, that all sounds lovely. But first... Kebabby Awards update. Dateline kebab. There she goes. <laughs> Kebabs on her lips, tumbling down her chest. It would the be funny if the beautiful. Kebab Awards was like a Miss. We was like Miss Kebab Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Kebab Awards. It's like Miss Universe, but all the stuff they got to do is kebabs, and all the clothes have to be drenched in kebabs. If you could describe your perfect kebab, what would it be? What would it be? <laughs> if made Miss Kebab, what would your first act of kebabisness be? I just turn around slowly. She's like, everyone will have their own personal chili box. <laughs> More chilies. Milk me. And then just hold me, because my name is Juicy Susan. Guys, who would like a little update on the British Kebab Awards nonsense? Absolutely I'm, me, please. Me, please. Although, in this scenario, I haven't managed to catch up with the last episode, so I'll be playing the part of a new reader... Oh. Who is just really interested and isn't up to speed, okay? Or you could be playing a reader who is like a really annoying vegan and then was like, kebab awards, not for me. And I, yeah, and I could talk like this. Oh, I don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you could. <laughs> um, okay, so the British Kebab Awards or the Kebabies... Uh, is that true? Oh, bless. Did, did you make that up? Because that's too good. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. I, in none of the literature are they referred to as the kebabbies. Um, okay, so like Joe and I do every year, Log, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did our big kebabby preview podcast where we predicted the winners of some of the biggest awards in British kebab Award history. <laughs> so get this correct. There are there are more British than kebab one kebab awards. awards, or you were predicting the results over different categories. Is it a real thing? How how it out is, of my mind am I feeling right now? And how it just is real? The British Kebab Awards are a real thing, and essentially, Joe and I want to get in them. So we did a preview podcast, and um, where we genuinely went through like some of our favorite awards and made predictions. <laughs> I was surprised by how. I I thought it would be funnier than in what it was, but it was an yeah. earnest and detailed discussion of all of your favourite kebab houses. It was actually really interesting. 
So do, you, it's, do, you know how, do you know how many messages we've had from people? Because what happened was we just got really pissed before recording it. So, but um, we thought, oh, this will make it funnier. But actually, it just made us really sincere. Are you going for the best kebab podcast like we did with video games about oh, seven years ago? I mean, that'll always be the dream log. Um, <laughs> but we, we just want to go. We just want to go. Because um, I, I think it'll be quite funny to go and record some bits for the podcast whilst they're... Particularly to see who amongst our a uh, our predictions actually managed to win because like they have like the best Welsh kebab award and stuff like that, which I'm obviously really into. <laughs> but so basically, this is this is our oh, this is our attempt to get in it. Um, include you know because we want to walk down. The kebabies garlic carpet. <laughs> the brown carpet. <laughs> the brown greasy carpet. <laughs> uh, fucking congealed with, and lethal the next morning. <laughs> with celebrities such as, and these are all genuinely 100%, and I'm not fucking about, these are all celebrity uh, judges at the 2021 British Kebab Awards or kebabies. Uh, we want to walk down the brown carpet with celebrities such as LBC's James O'Brien. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. 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 The spectators, <laughs> the spectators deputy political editor Katie Balls. Oh, both sides <laughs> of the aisle. Mm. Uh returning judge Tutin's Labour MP Dr. Rosanna Allen Khan. Excellent. And obviously He's referred to as the Mick Fleetwood of the kebab industry, managing director of Ace Four Kebabs. And according to the British Kebab Awards website, he's been manufacturing Donner Kebabs for 25 years and has a real passion for meat. Mm. Uh, Nick's, Nigel Streeter, his name is. Mm. Um, he has a passion for meat after all that time. I know, exactly 25 years. 25 years. The, the I never died. Fuck all that I was doing 25 <laughs> years ago, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the big one, and I genuinely cannot believe this. The chill de la chill, Darren Brown. Darren Brown is at the Kebab Awards. Wait, did you say Darren or Darren there? Darren Brown, sales director <laughs> of Macro Booker <laughs> and former judge of the Takeaway Awards. <laughs> Not the illusionist. Or maybe it is the illusionist, really deep undercover. Darren Just Brown. the kind of thing he'd do, call himself Darren. <laughs> oh, I wrote that because I feel, oh, I bet these two like Darren Brown. <laughs> and it worked. Um those are all real people that are there. So yeah, the brown carpet was named after him. Yeah, there you go. We 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 stuck the podcast out in the hope of getting some attention, um, and even uh, called on the Discord to help us. So far, <laughs> so all right. And I just want to update people on our progress. Um, it's been a whirlwind few weeks. I'll be honest. So first of all, big thing that happened: we got followed by the British Kebab Awards official account, which I think can only be a good sign. It's got a tick, that one, hasn't it? I, I wouldn't have thought so, mate. Well, it's got... <laughs> they, found a, they found a tick-like emblem to use after their names. <laughs> I would... Oh, they, no, they've got a tick. Sorry, 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 sorry. There's so many impersonators tick, yeah. trying to pretend to be the British <laughs> Kebab Awards, and you have James O'Brien sauntering into any old... Takeaway exactly. awards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we got, yeah, so I think that's a good sign, right? 100%. That's that's step one. You've got to, that's an so endorsement. They've, they've who are they following? The 
Oh, you? Very, very good question. The podcast. Uh, I, I want no, to see me, if I can. Me personally oh, okay. and Joe, I believe. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I want to get on on this. I want. We, we, listen, I think we can get in. Let's let's not overcrowd them because I've got a plan. I'll tell you about it in a second now. Um, no, I'm going to storm in and just say hello. <laughs> so you, I want You don't in. know me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I asked some people on the Discord to like retweet it and get involved with the tweet that I did about it, right? Which basically said, look at this podcast that I have done all about the British Kebab Awards. Some people really got, we were just really good. Some people were, were funny. Some people did my fucking head in with how shit they were. Like one guy just replied going, it's just some fucking nonsense. It wasn't funny. And then ended it with, is that okay, Gav? Fuck's sake. What are you doing that for? No. <laughs> if we don't if we don't end up with a kebabies, I'm going round his house. I'm gonna force feed him a kebab up his ass. Because- <laughs> oh, that sounded really good until the last bit. <laughs> Yeah, he was sitting at home there going, so far, so good. And then the big one happened, right? And I I need your help to sort of dissect this. So my tweet said, we've done an entire podcast preview in the British Kebab Awards. To my Mm. mind, they are the most prestigious awards that exist in the United Kingdom. Nice. Mm -hmm. The British Kebab Awards replied saying... In this case, you must join us for the awards on the 26th of October. Fingers crossed emoji. Right? Mm. What fingers, what, what's the fingers crossed for? Well, fingers crossed you can make it? Fingers crossed. You'll buy a people, ticket? What? Yeah. So yeah. I like, took oh, Yeah, that. here's a link to our booking page where yeah. you can get a table yeah. for £8,000. Yeah, so I took that as fingers crossed you will accept this as, an, as a formal invitation to come to the Gababbies, um, mm. which people in the Discord, including Giraffe Cat, agreed with. He said, he just <laughs> replied saying, success, and then that one. Mm. But I also suggested to Joe that that could also mean fingers crossed you will buy a ticket and we will see you there sort of thing you know because you can read it either way can i just remind you that one of you works for a fucking newspaper the other one is an influencer you sh- you fuckers don't pay for tables at things i'm yeah. the i'm the fucking mark that pays for shit mark <laughs> <laughs> the fucking rube of regular features <laughs> um so yeah so then we were torn like Ashlyn in the Discord also agree with that, saying, like, fingers crossed, we'll we'll see you there, as in, like, you'll buy a ticket. But then the big one came, right? A DM from the, from the mm-hmm. British Kebab Awards. <gasps> what the fuck? To me, asking for me to just said, can you send an email to, and then an email, which is a Gmail account. But then... Don't let that say there's any that that's any less legit because the British Kebab Awards themselves have a Gmail account for in their contact thing. So mm. I think you know they're they're fans of Gmail. Um, so I emailed, but that was twelve hours ago. No reply. Mm. They've got all your details now. You email someone, they've so, got all your details. So I I don't know what's gonna happen, man. I really don't know what's going to happen. I, I also asked in the Discord for people's predictions whether or not we were going to uh, be able to go. I asked people who thought we were going to get an invite to drop the pitta emoji. Um, <laughs> and then it, if they thought we weren't going to get an invite, I asked them to drop the turkey emoji uh, because turkeys famously 
fucking hate being in kebabs. <laughs> uh, so far, the results. Eight pitters, two turkeys, one leafy green. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't. I bet the leafy green was the guy who said, is that okay, Gav? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> Can't follow rules. So who knows, guys? Who knows? You know, they're optimists. I like it. They're, they're that pitter. That pitter buoys my 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 optimism that we will get a an entire table for regular features. Well, this is so. This is the thing. So when I emailed, I said, "Look, look, I'm gonna level with you. Um, like, if you if we come, we've already done a podcast on. If we come, we'll do a, a little bit more." Um, <laughs> But I said, I also write for a Welsh culture magazine and I'll write a fucking uh, article about it. <laughs> now you're groveling. Because I, I will. <laughs> but I generally thought like, how many, I, gen- and then I, almost, I almost said, oh, like we'll buy one ticket and then if you can give us a comp for the other one. But I didn't, I pulled back on that. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was the right move. Don't come across as too keen. Just yeah, don't yet. show your hand. Don't show yeah. your hand, isn't it? Yeah. You, n- you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Mm. There'll be time enough for pitters when the kebabs are done. Don't unwrap your kebab when you're walking home. <laughs> Absolutely. Do not unwrap your kebab when you're walking home. You can have some chips if you've yeah. had chips to go That's with it. That's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. <laughs> It's all boding really well, I think. This is, yeah. I, I think by next week we're going to have confirmation that we're going to the Kebab Awards. I, I would love that. I, 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 I know I'm not, probably not going to end up invited, being the Mark, the Rube, but the Marco <laughs> Rubio of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I would fucking love to go to an awards event again, especially one full of me About one of my favourite things. I love them more than video games. <laughs> Steve, would you come... Uh, as a as a vegan male, would you come to the kebab awards? Well, um, was Joe joking when he said there's there there are vegan kebabs at this year's awards? There are, yeah. Well, then that's my in, isn't it? I can be there for the vegan side of things. Mm-hmm. I've never, never had a kebab ever, ever. Don't tell, don't fucking delete that. Yeah. Don't, oh, don't shit. put this in yeah, the podcast. That. I have had. <laughs> A kebab ever? They're like, oh, because then <laughs> they'll, I ever there'll be people who listen to this podcast who are kebab who do their own kebab podcast and be like, oh, great, the British Kebab Awards are now inviting noobs and rubes to come to the awards. <laughs> it's like when they accuse IGN of never playing any fucking video games. Yeah, <laughs> this guy doesn't know his sheesh from his elbow. <laughs> No fucking yogurt stains on their t-shirts. Who the fuck are they? If the week of the 26th, you're not listening to a podcast about the Kebab Awards, we have failed you. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. If, if the audio isn't through a mouthful of Donna meat, then you know. <laughs> we fucked up somewhere. So, but yeah, good good luck to us, I say. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steam's Steam's Screams. Steam's Screve feature. Have you boys audio? It's classic. Have you boys seen the trailer for the new Screve film, or should I say Scream film? I have not. I have. Neither have I. 
but (laughs) 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 I had my very own scream event happen to me earlier last night. Believe it was a crazy murder event happened in my in my home. Oh no, that's the worst place for a crazy murder. A home intrusion, and it got me screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I bet it did. (laughs) Is that the tagline for the first film? Y'all will be screaming. (laughs) Well, luckily I had the wherewithal to grab my dictaphone and start recording. Nice. The scream that happened in my freaking home. Proper uh, journalist. I'm going to play it for you right now. Ah, another French horn lesson completed. I'll have my grade six French horn certificate in no time. <sighs> I'm so sleepy now. Wow, it's 11.30 p.m. and here I am again all alone in my enormous American house at night. I'm so sexy and vulnerable, I could just scream. (laughs) A telephone at this whore. (laughs) Who the Jeffrey Epstein could be calling me now of all days? Yello, you'd better speak up. I'm alone in my house. Do you like scary movies? (laughs) Yes. What's your favourite scary movie? Hereditary. <laughs> what did you like about Hereditary? The cinematography. Oh, yeah. Anything else? I like the soundtrack as well. Well, <clears throat> Hereditary sounds dead good. You really sold it to me. That's, yeah, it's really good. Um, I think I prefer it to Midsummer, actually. Really? I've had a lot of people recommend that one to me, too. Oh, yeah, it's great. I think you should watch probably watch both of them, actually. <laughs> okay, I will. Goodbye. Oh, what a nice stranger. Oh, gosh, I'm wide awake now. Might as well squeeze in another five or six French horn lessons before bed. Ahem. <clears throat> <laughs> Door knockety knock at this o'clockety clock. <laughs> Just coming. I can't do that um, voice. Like no, that. you can do a normal voice now because you're at you're at the door. You're not on the phone. Oh. Well, oh, you juicy motherfucker! I'm here to drain your fat balls into that fucking tuber over there, but not before I gut you head to toe like a hake. It's not a tuber. It's a French horn, and hakes don't have toes. Oh, it could be a fucking euphonium for all I care. I'm going to juice your quivering nutsack right into the bowl part where the music comes out. I'm going to cut your ass to chin and scoop out your greasy stink hoops, then blast that brass with your piping hot boy jam. That is disgusting. All right, all right, stop right there. It's me, the New England Police. What's going on here, then? Some sort of scream, no doubt. (laughs) Oh, well, hello there, officer. I was just explaining to this young man how I am going to crack open his moveries like a couple of pink egg and whisk them into that trombone over there. Well, that sounds rather gruesome. Well, I can assure you that the process is entirely painless. <laughs> For me, that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. And you, what's your problem? I don't want to be partially emptied into a sousaphone of an evening. Well, 
That also sounds very reasonable. Very reasonable indeed. <laughs> you, sir, Mr. Maskman, perhaps you can make a counteroffer that's more palatable to the gentleman. Well, I could wank him off into a trumpet, but it but it has hardly be the same now, would it? Would it? No, I, I won't stand for it. You can watch me wank off into a conch through the French windows, but that's it. All right, how's that sound to you? Well, I didn't come all the way out here to watch somebody wank into a conch now, did I? I wanted to cram his chuds into a bassoon at the very least. Well, that's not happening now, is it? Is the conch or go home? Well, can I at least be playing the French horn while you wank into the conch? Fine by me. Gentlemen, why don't you play us out? <laughs> It's really difficult to find someone playing the French horn, just playing the French by itself on YouTube, without it being a French horn tutorial in which no one fucking plays the French horn. <laughs> they hold a French horn on their lap and they they show you all the fucking paddles and how they work, and they go to put their lips on it and blow. And you're like, here we go. Now they're going to play the French horn, and they say, put your lips on it like this, and then turn back to the camera and say, and then blow. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, the French horn. Well, it's called it's called the Hollywood horn, isn't it? Because like it's the one that all the lads want to play. But I'm guessing because of YouTube, they're pretending to play it. That's the thing. They're just getting all the love in the comments. That's it. What? Yeah. Is, th- is there was this a new thing? All the lads want to play the Hollywood horn. Yeah. Like I mean, that's what it was like in, growing up in my school. Like <laughs> in the fucking south of Wales. Yeah. All the, all the horn lads. Got all the, all the ladies. Well, I can tell you, the one guy who played euphonium in my year got no respect for it. What? You didn't have the Hollywood horn boys hit your school? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there was a touring Hollywood horn troupe that came to visit. <laughs> well, we didn't have any residents. So that says more about your school than anything, then, doesn't it, mate? We had to share them in the Quite East frankly. Midlands. <laughs> you shared one horn. <laughs> Came around on a van. <laughs> we all got into the back and had a look at it. <laughs> but also, it was never like tied up in the van. So they're driving it around. It's fucking just going everywhere. <laughs> it's just full of dents and shit. They go on roundabouts with it. <laughs> it meant to look like that. I don't know. We don't know. Um, Steve, I'll tell you what, mate. That is better than the, tr- the Scream trailer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Regular feet, You like a regular feet, Regular regular feet, It is time for my regular feature, the feature in which I celebrate the fact that Superman's bisexual now. Yes. It's so bisexual. I mean, literally, he could have sex with everyone on this podcast and some women too. But if, if, like me, you are a gay man, and you almost certainly are, um, you spend 80% of your life looking at hot men with girlfriends and just hoping they're bisexual. Because if you can convince yourself that he's bi, then you can go on to the next stage of a fantasy where he's in an open relationship. Or he might be willing to cheat on his girlfriend. Or, failing that, maybe you could make her dump him with a string of manipulative lies and then just be there for him while he's suffering what, until his trousers fly off. 
And if you can negotiate your brain around that part of the fantasy, then you can begin to imagine that he might be attracted to you, a man who, in the real world, has been just staring at him and drooling for ten minutes while he's out on a night with his girlfriend. That's right, sir. I don't want to live in a world where I can't imagine shoehorning myself into any relationship and just sniffing any man's taint whether he likes it or not. So I was thrilled beyond belief to discover that Superman and Lois shot a massive bisexual into the world out of her cartoon clunge. Oh my goodness. This is why bisexual representation is important. It's more fictional people I can kiss in my brain. So, to celebrate this, I'd like to take you two on a you-be-bisexual Superman and give you a couple of typical Superman scenarios in which you can choose to kiss the boy or the girl. Oh, yes, please. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I think as representative as we can get to the true bisexual experience, which is constantly being presented with a man and a woman going, oh, what should I do today? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I just need to launch an app on my phone. What app? (laughs) Grinder. Right. Scenario one. I will explain to you the situation. Superman drifted into the UN meeting, waving with one hand and wiping the sick off his legs with the other. Rabib Fatima, the permanent representative for Bangladesh, runs up to him and says, Bloody Nora, Superman, it's that bloke, Lex Luthor. He's got a special gun, what makes you die, and he's shooting people with it. Before you have a chance to react, Sven Jürgensen, the permanent representative for Estonia, climbs out of a large cardboard box and says, And that's not all, Superman. A different Superman villain has threatened us all with an even bigger gun unless we pass an evil resolution. Rahib for me... Rahib Fatima chips in. By my reckoning, we've got half an hour before we've all been completely shot to bits. Sven Jürgensen shakes his head sadly. So you've only got time to fuck one of us. (gasps) Quickly, Superman. It's clear from their body language that they're not up for a threesome. Do you do gay bisexual sex or straight bisexual sex? Hmm. I'll give this one to you, Steve. Well, you might think that I want to, you know, stretch my legs a bit now I'm in my bisexual Superman body and go for a straight sex. But Mm. I'm going to confound your expectations (laughs) and fuck Sven. Nice. His name is Sven, right? Yeah, Sven Jorgensen. He's the permanent representative for Estonia. (laughs) Just point me at him. (laughs) (laughs) That is, um, yeah, that is... There was some some research went into this episode. Okay. Superman knew what he wanted. Sex with a man. He lasered off the man trousers with his eyeballs and buried his face in his dick and balls. The man, oh sorry, the man cried out in delight and grabbed fistfuls of Superman's hair in His gentle male diplomat's hands. (laughs) Superman started floating around like he always does just before he comes. And the two of them started spinning around and around in midair, faster and faster, with just the occasional penis and... Another penis! (laughs) Visible to the naked eye. 
And then, with a big loud shout, Superman did a long sperm out of his body and it was so long and fast it went through the roof and knocked the moon into a different galaxy and all the sea stopped moving around. Rahib Fatima said, well that's worse than the guns to be honest, so Superman had to fly into space and do millions of hot cums onto an asteroid until it was as big as the moon. Then he froze it with his breath and then, with a thrust of his hips, he bummed it into its correct orbit. And that's what the moon is now. It's just come. And if you go there, you can eat it, which is why Jeff, which is why Jeff Bezos wants to go into space, so he can eat Superman's cum, because he thinks it will give him powers. And everyone keeps telling him, it's just come, Jeff, but Jeff's not listening. He just pats his belly and says, yummy, 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 super cum in my tub. <laughs> and everyone rolls their eyes and says, well, you're the boss, I guess, Jeff. And then the Amazon bell rings and Jeff says, home time, and everyone goes home to sleep. The end. What's an exciting Superman story. I can just... <laughs> How do you feel about Superman being by you guys? <laughs> is that all the... Is there more opportunities? There better be. Yeah, you, they've got another scenario. Oh, oh great. I was going to say... I like that was the end. No way. No, that's the end of that scenario. Ooh. Jesus Christ. I would have been really What do you sad. take me for? <laughs> Someone who writes less than 1,300 words in a feature. <laughs> <laughs> what do I think about it? Fine. Let him do whatever he wants. Just not in my house. I think it's fucking <laughs> disgusting. Superman Absol- is straight. That's why I grew up reading and I turned out gay. Now he's <laughs> bisexual, so he's going to make me asexual. Oh, God. This alive. is just like someone running through your brain, flipping all the switches. It, it's not fair. It's not fair to me. <laughs> how, how dare that? It's not fair on Steve. <laughs> anyway, so let's see how it goes um, in scenario two. Fantastic. Superman drifted into the Oval Office, rubbing sleep out of his eyes with one hand and flicking chunks of dried soup off his leggings with the other. There was Joe Biden, sitting in his mechanical throne. Superman, I'm glad you're here. There's a Superman villain in my wardrobe, and he's laying eggs in some of my biggest jackets. Superman drifts from side to side like a muscly pendulum. As assistant to the president and director of the Domestic Policy Council, Susan Rice, slides out of a tube in the ceiling and lands in the splits. Superman, I've got something very important to tell you. I'm extremely horny right now. (laughs) Did someone say horny? Bellows, special assistant to the president and director of digital engagements, Cameron Trimble, rolling into the room like he's just unlocked the morph ball. (laughs) <laughs> because Horny describes this guy to a T. Well, harumphs Joe Biden, I really wanted you to deal with the Superman villain in my wardrobe, but I guess in the spirit of bipartisan compromise, I can let you fuck one and only one of my White House staff. Which will it be, Superman? Gav? Do I get to, I get to pick? Yeah. Will you confound, will you confound the expectations? Like Steve did, and choose to... woman. No way. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to do that all the time. Well, get, maybe I... you've never done it as Superman. Um, what am I kidding? You do it. Every, you live your life as Superman. What are you, what are you, <laughs> you're trying to trick my brain. Uh, okay, I'm, so you want me to have sex with a woman? Mm, no, I want you to want to have sex with a woman. Guy. Fine. Superman knew what he wanted. Sex with her. Woman! He lasered off the woman trousers with his eyeballs and buried his face in her tits and fanny. <laughs> the 
Woman! cried out in delight and grabbed fistfuls of Superman's hair in... Her female hands, what smelled of her own tits, because she had just touched her own tits with her hands. Superman started floating around like he always does just before he comes, and the two of them started spinning around in midair, faster and faster, with just the occasional penis and... Two tits! Visible to the naked eye. (laughs) (laughs) And then, with a loud shout, Superman did a tough, leathery sperm, only this time it went down instead of up, and it blasted through the Earth's crust and mantle and liquid outer core and solid inner core. Joe Biden was like, I'm not a sexpert. Will that get the planet pregnant? And Superman shrugged and say, every day's a school day, I guess. And they watched the hole, waiting for baby Superman planets to fly out. But after 10 minutes, nothing happened. So they all started walking off. Then ghosts came out of the spunk hole. And Cameron <laughs> Trimble said, oh no, it's ghosts. Quickly, hit them with my tennis racket. And Superman tried, but he said, it's not working. They're just going through the holes. And then Jeff Bezos Abseiled through the window with a hoover saying, Alexa says there's spunky ghosts in here. Can I eat one, please? And everyone was like, what the fuck, Jeff? And then he just, I've stopped writing at that point. (laughs) It's a classic. It's a classic unfinished episode. Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features Podcast? Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and pledge an amount of your choosing. And if you help us out to the tune of two poons per ipapoon, you'll get your very own personalized B name delivered by yours is truly yours. <laughs> Boys? Could you please give a bee name to Ellie Palmer? Two tits. Another penis. <laughs> Very good. You can't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work bees in there somehow. Hmm. You don't have bees on your soundboard. Stop looking at your phone, Mark. You know bees, bees on there somewhere. You made that soundboard. <laughs> A bee in the palm is worth a bee in the hand. Your palm is your hand. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Please give a bee name to David. Bee murderer, convicted, pardoned, and now the queen of the hive. (laughs) 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 Please give a bee name to Christian Francis. Christian quite fancies some honey from the bees. (laughs) Francis. (laughs) <laughs> and finally, a bee name for Jack Turner. Turn her over. The queen needs another squeezing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Because that implies that the honey just comes out of the queen, out of her. and I mean, you just and if there's no honey, you just need to turn her over and give her another squeeze, <laughs> like a mattress. <laughs> yeah, done that's on that side. You got to <laughs> you got to flip her and rotate her. You don't want the queen getting bed sores. <laughs> It's like a Christmas goose. All the good meat is on the bottom. <laughs> if you'd like your own bee name, you can go to patreon.com just like I freaking well said. Two tits. <laughs> Stop it now. You've had quite enough fun with that. I'm going to take it off you. <laughs> Never. I'm going to the soundboard features every week. <laughs> Regular Ficheros.